The word multimedia is the use of a variety of artistic or communicative media using more than one medium of expression or communication. Café is a type of establishment that serves coffee and is known as a place where information can be exchanged. The following is the audio version of the Multimedia Café. And a happy Wednesday to you folks. January 23rd here at the Multimedia Café. Thank you folks for pulling up a stool, joining the conversation. My name is Jason Spies. I'm your host and here at the Multimedia Cafe, we've embraced modern technology in all of its forms. Multimedia, many different forms of media. See, at a cafe, you never know who you're going to run into or what topic you're going to talk about. And that's what we do here at the Multimedia Cafe. We talk about a variety of different topics that affect your life in some way. And we do it through a variety of different multimedia. Through Skype or FaceTime or over the phone, maybe face-to-face. Here at the Multimedia Cafe, we don't discriminate against the many ways that you can communicate with people. It's like I've said many times, you know, if you ask out somebody, there's a lot of ways that they can ignore you. They can ignore you over Facebook, they can ignore you over LinkedIn, they can ignore you over email, over Skype, over the phone, over text. Boy, a lot of different ways that if they don't get back to you, they probably don't want to go out with you. Anyway, all right, so I kind of digress a little bit there, but here at the cafe, we want to thank you for choosing us as your source for content right now. There's a million different ways to get content from your cell phone, the taxi driving by with the sports scores on top, buses now have got videos on the side, billboards. Heck, even the other day, I was filling up my gas tank and at the gas station, Right there on the gas pumps, Steve Harvey's giving me the news. I think he was giving me the news. Anyway, he was talking to me, so everybody's giving me content, and there's a million different ways to get your content, even this program. Right now, you might be listening to it over the radio. Maybe you're catching it on the podcast, or maybe it's the iTunes, or maybe it's right off the website you're grabbing it, and maybe it's a rerun on a different site of someone who picks up our shows. Or I tell you, it's activity, all kinds of it. So thank you folks for uh, checking us out today here at the Multimedia Cafe. And one of the reasons we feel people check out our content, is because our shows, is because all of our interviews are original. They're exclusive to this program, and so everything you're hearing is fresh. It is uh, one-of-a-kind interviews. You're only going to catch them here and we appreciate you very much checking us out. Okay, so let's go to today's program here. Let's check out what we've got. Multimedia Kidspreneur Otis. We love to support kids and capitalism. And he's got an interview with Jack Stark, president of Continental Resources, about the energy industry, first jobs, and some advice for young entrepreneurs. Boy, I tell you what, great interview for Multimedia Kidspreneur Otis. Scoring Jack Stark, president of Continental Resources. They're a big oil company. Good for you, Otis. All right, next we got Stephen Tidwell, Tidwell Industries. He's got a great little story going on. Based out of Louisiana, now he's moving his company to Victoria, Texas, and he's had some amazing growth in 2018, and he's expecting bigger things in 2019, and he's going to be seen all the way from California to Florida. I don't want to give away the entire interview, but it's a pretty positive interview. If you want to feel good about somebody who's 
cleaning up oil spills and industrial leaks, and he's just making the world a cleaner place. So uh, we're very excited about our interview with Stephen Tidwell, Tidwell Industries, uh, a little later on in the program, and then Stephen Robbins with Royal Creek Consulting. Gives us a little bit of a boots-on-the-ground update from that uh, Permian Shale play down south and discusses what's going on in cafes down there. You get at the Cafe Connection. Um, you know, we, we, we'd do it from anywhere, but why not down in the heart of the economy right now? And he ta- I mean, they're getting like 300 bucks a night for a Super 8, that type of thing. Now, I don't know if the Super 8s are getting 300, but that level, that level of where you might get a limited continental breakfast in the morning, um, they're getting 300 bucks a night down there. So it's, it's, it's booming down there and just a little glimpse of what's going on down there from Stephen Robbins a little later on in the program. All that plus much more on today's episode of Multimedia Cafe. Well, my name is Jason Spies, and I appreciate you folks checking us out today. And we're going to take a quick break. We come back. We've got Multimedia Kidpreneur Otis and his interview with Jack Stark, president of Continental Resources. My name is Jason Spies, and this is the Multimedia Cafe. Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. I totally agree with you, and the word that you brought into this is fact. You tell the facts, and then you let people make up their own minds. If you want someone who's competent, you don't want to get a bunch of rookies. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Um, Jason, what's your thought on this? No one does an interview like Jason Spies. Welcome back to the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies. Coming up next, we're going to hand the baton off to Multimedia Kidpreneur Otis. He's kind of our roving little reporter out there. He's got his own business called Kids and Capitalism. Feel free to check it out, kidsandcapitalism.com. But we like to contract him out to do some interviews, and he lands some pretty big names. And let me tell you, today he's got one of the big ones, Jack Stark, president of Continental Resources, big oil company. This is Multimedia Kidpreneur Otis interviewing Jack Stark, president of Continental Resources. Hello, my name is Otis with the Kids of Capitalism KidCast, and we're here today with Jack Stark, uh, president of Continental Resources, and we're going to ask you a couple questions. Is that okay? You can. What was your first job, Mr. Stark? Oh, my first job. Uh, you know, it was actually mowing yards. Mowing yards? Yeah, I started out, uh, I was nine years old when I think back, uh, and 
I started out with just a couple. I ended up getting it to where I had all I could handle in a week, <laughs> and just myself personally. And so I, you know, I think I got up to like 15, and, wow, that's and a lot of it was well, it was a lot of knocking on doors and uh, a lot of uh, hard work as well. But it really taught me a lot because uh, you have. It taught me how to step out. I mean, be an entrepreneur, step out, and, and you know, if you want business, you got to go find it, mm-hmm. and and then you got to deliver, and you got to deliver a product. And it's got to be good. And I had, I remember having this one elderly lady who was very, very specific on how things needed to be done. So she taught me all about quality. All right. Uh, why is the energy industry a good place for young entrepreneurs? For for uh, young entrepreneurs? Oh gosh. You know, the thing I love about the energy business is that it's always changing and growing. Um, what I've loved through the years, and I think would be great for anybody looking to get into this business, is that um, it's not a it's not a stagnant business. It, uh, it technology and the evolution of technology has allowed our business. The changes I've seen, I guess I'd say, in the last ten years through technology are just phenomenal. In fact, the whole energy renaissance that we've seen is a result of technology allowing us to harvest rocks that, um, you know, were previously just considered to be source and sealed, never reservoir. Now we're actually able to tap into those rocks and produce the hydrocarbons <clears throat> that are in those reservoirs through horizontal drilling and the practice stimulation technology we use today. So that was stuff that was never on our radar. And, and uh, you know, I started out as a geologist when I was in college. I, I, I actually started out going into biology. And, uh, and I don't know if you want to know all this. You <laughs> Not want to cut totally me off. Fine. It. Okay. Well, I started out in biology because I loved oceanography, and I realized that uh, that I was in Ohio, and I was a long ways away from the ocean, and that probably wasn't the direction for me to go. So I always liked rocks and geology. I went into it, but I did not know where, where the career opportunities were with geology. So uh, I just did it because it was my passion and what I loved. And so, uh, so the doors that have opened is I got my degree and then moved into the energy business uh, are way beyond any of my expectations. So I think the opportunity um, to grow personally and professionally are, are great. All right. Uh, this is our last question. What, um, have it, what advice do you have for young entrepreneurs? Follow your passion. Follow your passion. Follow your passion. I mean, that will drive you through high, low times and high times in, in, in your career and in your in your uh, just your life as a whole. I mean, if, if you're passionate about something, it, it isn't work, and, and it makes it much easier to deal with what changes. All right. All right. Well, I think that concludes our interview with John Stark, uh, President of Continental Jack Research. Stark. Jack Stark, not John Stark. My bad. That's good. I'm president of Continental Resources. All right. uh, thank you for taking the time out of your day to do an interview. You bet. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. Dude. All right. All right. Welcome back to the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies. I'm your host. Thank you, folks, for pulling up a stool, joining the conversation. Coming up next, we've got Stephen Tidwell with Tidwell Industries talking about how his 2018 was so successful, he's looking at some major growth in 2019. Stephen Tidwell with the Tidwell Industries here on the Multimedia Cafe. Steve Tidwell with Tidwell Industries. Thank you for joining the program here today. And boy, I tell you, we were catching up a little bit before we came on air. And, you know, of course, one of the questions you always ask somebody, how's business? And 
Sounds like you guys are doing pretty darn well. You're expanding. You're opening a second location. So let's uh, let's bring a little bit of our off-the-air conversation right here on the air. What do you say? What's going on in your business? Well, we like I said, we've, we've uh, started that new location in Victoria, Texas. Uh, we got some bigger customers down there, so we're going to cater to those customers. And uh, we've just opened up a new line of products. Uh, in this industry, they kind of go along with what we do already, which is pretty much restoring something back to its original state or making something ugly, making it beautiful again. These all these products kind of all line up with that, and we've had some really good success with it uh, just in the first seven days of this year. So uh, we're excited, looking to grow even more, looking to probably triple this year. So in addition to uh, growing, you're, you're adding some services, of course, uh, when we spoke about a year ago, you were mostly doing spill cleanup, that sort of thing for oil spills and maybe some uh, uh, industrial type spills, that sort of thing. Uh, just let's take a few seconds here and talk about your business. So am I correct there? And then what services are you adding? Um, I'm kind of partnering up with uh, some other companies that will actually, they'll be going out and doing the work for me. I'll kind of manage the jobs and make sure things are done right and uh, kind of govern that. But I'm probably going to have other companies out there doing the work for me. So with that, I'll be able to offer their services. Um, those services will range anywhere from uh, hauling crude, hauling contaminated soils, uh, first responder stuff. So um, those services will be at, we'll be able to offer a pretty wide range of stuff just to cater to the customer so if the customer has a need we want to be able to supply that so i'm able to do that with a group of guys and a group of companies that kind of offer a wide variety of uh, services there now my assumption is is with the activity down in the permian that's why you're moving into victoria there and looking at most of your business coming from that area is there anything you know i know there's a lot of construction going on down there too and industrial corpus christi's uh, just booming down there. Is it mostly the oil and gas activity, or is there any other uh, industries that you're breaking into? We are mostly oil and gas right now, but um, we're actually making a really hard push into the railroad industry, although we have done several cleanup jobs uh, for railroad industry, uh, but we're going to really make a really hard push uh, into that in- industry pretty strong. Plus, uh, the marine industry, we have a... Uh, new product now that cleans or brightens aluminum so we're able to clean aluminum boats going into the horse industry where they have aluminum trailers we're going to be cleaning these trailers or at least providing a product for them uh to use so um those are the two new industries that we're getting in brand new industries and we've already had a big splash we've already got some sales going for that so uh it's getting exciting it's going to be a big year for Tidwell industries I imagine the railroad industry would be a tough nut to crack, but once you get in, maybe, I, I, I don't know. I just know that there's not too many railroad companies. You know what I mean? Correct. Well, we I actually have a uh, railroad background. So before uh, Tidwell <laughs> Industries and, and my father's company, Daystar Environmental, we actually worked in the railroad uh, industry where we just cut up rail cars for scrap metal. So... Uh, we kind of have a pretty long contact list in there, so we're just going to attack the ones that we've got and you know, and expand from there. 
Talk to me about the expansion down to Victoria, Texas. And you, you mentioned that you're probably even going to move down there and you're living in Louisiana right now and you might actually swap locations because the, the, your attention would be needed more there. Is that a fair way to say it? That's correct. There's, there's just so much, uh, in the oil and gas industry, we're really going to push hard in the plants. All the plants are down on the coast here. And, uh, you know, you, we just got a, a lot more action going on over here. So in order to be able to handle the biggest part, we need to be over there in it. So we're going to make our home over here and just switch places, have somebody run the Louisiana location. And uh, then we're going to try, we're going to spread out from Mississippi to Florida and then we're even working on, you know, some some distributors and stuff in uh, California, sub-distributors for Tidwell Industries. So are you guys, uh, is your family moving out there too? No, nope, family stays there up in North Louisiana where the where everything started and it's kind of got a central location there. So No, I mean, I mean your uh, your wife, uh, your wife and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, actually she, that's, she lives in Victoria, so that's why oh. it's... I'm able to make that move and make it happen pretty quick. She already lives there. Oh, well, that's that's even more incentive to get there. That's probably your number one incentive, huh? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Here we are yeah, talking business and your wife's are... Industries can be uh, is she from there? Yes. Oh. Yeah, she's born and raised Texas. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Well, boy, so you're from Louisiana and you're going to transplant and be in a Texas. Is that, now, do you got to go through some sort of initiation through Texas when, when you go through that? <laughs> I mean, I, I understand Texans love their Texans. <laughs> well, when you marry in, I think you're supposed to bypass those laws there. So maybe we'll get through there. <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, but it certainly sounds like you've got some pretty aggressive plans over the next several years. What I mean, you're talking California to um, Florida and everything down there in the Southern Belt. Uh, what type of timelines are you looking for this next couple of years, or is this a, over the next year? Not. We actually we're making a really hard push for this year. I oh. plan six months into this year. I plan to be at least established in each service industry that we wanted to be in, uh, that we have a product that's working in. Um, but we're also looking, we have a list of other products that are coming in. So it really just kind of depends on how fast the customers take it and uh, how well they accept it. So Tidwell Industries is known for um, having either the best product or at least having a product that competes with the, with the best product. So uh, we want to keep it that way, and we're going to keep a, a good list of products in that are going to really help the customer. And I think as we start to establish more customers and with a product line, not just one product that does really good, but introduce a product line to customers that are doing the same thing, we're building relationships, and it's more uh, acceptable to them to use more products from us. So, um, like I said, we, we plan on to really stretched out pretty good within six months, and uh, – really make a, a hard fight for next year and to, to make ourselves established and as, as far as nationwide, not just uh, Louisiana or South Texas company. So I was going to ask you about uh, something thematic from your company, but it sounds to me like the quality of the premium products would be probably a way to describe what it is that, you know, as far as your products go, as opposed to, I don't know. Um, well, I don't know. I, I didn't, do you guys get into the environment much? I know a lot of people lead with that, but I could see where the premium product would be more of a, 
sought after industry and people would just assume that they're already green, I guess, or green enough. Yeah, we, we, we do. Our main product is environmentally friendly and that's a big uh, plus for us. We're able to push. So I always tell my customers, I, I'm not, I am an environmentalist, but I'm also a, uh, I'm also for the customer. So, you know, I want to work for both industries. I don't want to be just, regulation and you got to do this and you need to, and, and not understand the industry so we want to be on both sides uh, of the aisle there to be able to help the customer and help the environment at the same time um, and when it comes to other products that that we may have that may not be so environmentally friendly we just have to make sure that we got the right precautions in place and people are educated on using the product so that we don't have an environmental issue Mr. Stephen Tidwell, I'm going to ask you to hold that thought for just a moment. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. We're going to continue the conversation with Stephen Tidwell with Tidwell Industries. My name is Jason Spies, and this is the Multimedia Cafe. Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. I totally agree with you, and the word that you brought into this is fact. You tell the facts, and then you let people make up their own minds. If you want someone who's competent, you don't want to get a bunch of rookies. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Um, Jason, what's your thought on this? No one does an interview like Jason Spies. Welcome back to the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies. I'm your host today. Thank you, folks, for pulling up a stool, joining the conversation here at the Multimedia Cafe, a place you never know who you're going to run into or what topic you're going to talk about. Well, we're going to continue our conversation here with Stephen Tidwell with Tidwell Industries. This is Stephen Tidwell. Um, and just know how to use the products to, you know, to better keep the environment safe. And, you know, you won't, you won't have any of those issues. That would seem to me the way the way to go to find that middle ground because either extreme doesn't do any any good to anybody. You know, the, from the business side of things, that they won't take a look at anything environmentally clean at all. To the other side, where they won't look at anything that um, isn't one thousand percent and loses everybody money. You know what I mean? It's like it's you got to find something in the middle that's both environmentally friendly, but also does the job and makes everybody you know, keeps the world of capitalism going is what I'm getting at. I just, I, I, I just think that some people are almost afraid to make a buck these days. Yeah. And you know, that's, it's, that's the greatest thing about this, our, our main product and that's how to clean pro and that's being able to service both sides. So we don't have to, we don't have to be so 100% on one side and, and 50 on the other. We land right in the middle. We're able to help both of the industries and, you know, we like it that way. I, I do care about the environment. I also care about companies and how much money they have to spend on their environmental cleanup. 
if it's not necessary. So there's no point in overcharging. And, you know, it makes it a, an incentive for the customer to actually want to clean their spills up when they're not being charged a couple million dollars to go clean up something, or maybe it's 5000 here, 20000 there, 30000 there on something that should should take way less than that. So we actually cut those costs to, to them, make it easier for them to light that load. And at the same time, we're able to, you know, please the environmentalists. We're able to take care of those those hazardous chemicals or, or products and and, you know, make it environmentally friendly so that everybody's happy. We all walk away 100%. So what's next then? Uh, you got to move down to Texas, and and then what? What's what, what's your next month look like? Well, I've, I'm setting up uh, a sales force that's going to be geared towards not only pushing HydroClean Pro, uh, but also pushing these other products at the same time. So the, our big key is to get into the industry with people that are already there and use those people to push something that's got the contacts they know what they're doing. They can go right in and talk to somebody and have a uh, relationship built already. So this uh, first month is just establishing my workforce, uh, educate them, get the materials they need to go out and be successful. All right. Well, anything that we uh, left out of there, I guess, how can people get in touch with you and that sort of thing? Yeah. So you can uh, go to my website. That's www.tidwellind.com. Uh, you can also catch me on LinkedIn as Stephen Tidwell with Tidwell Industries. Uh, you can also reach out to me on my cell phone numbers, 225-603-2594. So let me ask you this, but as we kind of wrap up a little bit, and then I'll give you one last final word because I like to give guests the final thought. But uh, when it comes to the energy industry, you're a boots-on-the-ground kind of guy down there. Um you know what's being reported in the news. There's all kinds of uh, doom and gloom about downturn and this and that. And uh, what do you, what are you seeing down there with your boots on the ground and your eyeballs and that sort of thing? I mean, you're you're opening a second location, so in your eyes, my guess is you're seeing some pretty good stuff. Yeah, I'm seeing some some excitement now. Um, you know, I I'm sure if I got more out in the industry, that might change a little bit. But we're seeing some excitement at the beginning of the year that may just be, you know, the companies are gearing up to, to save money or do things better during the year, or maybe you cut, you know, cut some corners and do it the right way and save money. And, uh, so, I mean, we usually see some excitement about this time of year, but it's just, I don't know if it's just the new products that we've got, they kind of bring it in more traffic, but, uh, it's been exciting. Got a lot of excitement. People are ready to use products and people are ready to work. Mr. Stephen Tidwell with Tidwell Industries. Uh, Final thoughts, if you would, just kind of uh, the floor is yours. Anything that we missed, anything you want to reiterate, uh, kind of have an opportunity to have the final word, if you will. Yeah, so we're just having a good time with building this company. And, you know, we are are a patriot company. And I don't mind telling people we stand for this country and and what it was built on, the principles that it was built on. we're also a Christian company. We love, I love the Lord, and you know we're going to push and try to do good and help companies grow as we grow and help people along the way. And we look forward to it. We love the oil field industry. It's just exciting to work in. There's a lot of innovation. There's a lot of room for more innovation and a lot of growth. Uh, somebody could really get into if they just put the time into it. So we're going to put the time into it, and 
know, if you're interested in the products, you, you like what you hear, just reach out to me. We'll set up a phone call, maybe a free demo for you to come out and, make, and show you that the products work. Not just that I can tell you that they work or send you before and after pictures of how good it is and what it looks like, but we want to get out there and actually show you. The proof is in the work, the proof is in the pudding, and that's, that's what we're and that was Stephen Tidwell with Tidwell Industries. Excuse me, Steve Tidwell. I met him. He was going by Stephen, and now he goes by Steve. So he's kind of gotten a little casual in his, in his uh, successful days. Good for him. Letting the, the collar down a little bit, enjoying life. All right. Well, we're going to continue on here a little bit. Stephen Roberts is coming up next. S-T-E-P-H-E-N. So we have a... Stephen Tidwell with a V, and now we've got Stephen Robbins with Royal Creek Consultants. He's coming up next here on the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies, and this is the Multimedia Cafe. a preacher she was his wife just trying to make the world a little better you know shine a light people started talking just to hear their own voice those people tried to accuse my father said he made the wrong choice Though it might be painful You know the time will always tell Those people have long since gone My father never failed Even when the rain falls Even when the flood starts rising Even when the storm comes I am washed by the water Even when the rain falls Even when the flood starts rising Even when the storm comes I am washed by the water Even when the earth crumbles under my feet Even when the ones I love Turn around and crucify me I won't ever ever let you down I won't fall, I won't fall I won't fall as long as you're around me Even when the rain falls Even when the flood starts rising Even when the storm comes I am washed by the water Even when the rain falls Even when the flood starts rising Even when the storm comes I am washed by the water Even when the rain falls Even when the flood starts rising Even when the storm comes I am washed by the water Even when the rain falls Even when the flood starts rising 
Even when the storm comes I am washed by the water Over the past few months, I've told you about how unbelievable Hatch coaching is. Don't just take my word for it. Listen to what Christy Huber, president of the United Way of Cass Clay, says about Hatch coaching. One of the best things I can share is I've had an opportunity to sit down with a community leader and Eric. And we were talking and this community leader said, you know, United Way, what's your connection there? And Eric said, you know, as a child, my family would have been a family that would have benefited from United Way programming. And you don't necessarily get to see that down the road because you see someone who's been very successful in business and you see somebody who has um, helped a lot of other people along the way, but sometimes we don't stop to ask, you know, what's, what's the why? What's your why behind that? To find out more about Hatch Coaching or to have Eric Hatch speak at your event or company, visit hatchcoaching.com. That's hatchcoaching.com or call 701-212-1572. That's 701-212-1572. Welcome back to the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies. I'm your host, and thank you folks for pulling up a stool, joining the conversation here on this lovely Wednesday, January 23rd. Okay, let's go to our Next interview here at the cafe, where we bumped into Stephen Robbins with Royal Creek Consulting. Let's get an update on what's going on in his world. Stephen Robbins, Royal Creek Consulting. Now, it's my understanding you're down in Texas as we speak right now and kind of the hot spot of the nation. Uh, what's the uh, activity like, either from a white truck perspective or if you're touring any rigs or anything like that? Just talk to me about some of the activity down there. Well, Jason, it's uh, very busy out here, uh, like it's been for the past few months. Starting to see with these uh, lower oil prices a little bit of change in activity as we're coming into 2019 with companies trying to reevaluate what their budget's going to look like in their ultimate capex. Is there a lot of budget talk going on? I know there is this time of year, but I know that some headlines are talking about a downturn and that sort of thing. Are you hearing some of the, the uh, reaction to that? We are. Um, you know, about a month ago, six weeks ago, it looked like the activity was going to increase significantly. Um, a lot of programs were doubling, actually. And now it looks like they're going to either maintain or even maybe drop just a little bit first quarter with anticipation of picking up in the first quarter and into the second quarter. But I think a lot of things are going to stem from the uh, December 6th meeting that ultimately is going to determine a lot of things for us. Talk to me about a uh, little bit about what you guys do, what kind of services you guys have, and are you finding much success out there? Yeah, so we're uh, at Royal Creek Consulting. We do sales and business development for service and supply companies. We, we represent uh, a some really great companies and, and it's awesome to be able to say such a thing because we take our time and uh, we vet our, our companies that we ultimately partner with and uh, you know, we've got some really stellar companies through complete system fabrication 
those guys are building production equipment across the board, whether it be for operators or even uh, flow-by contractors. Then we also have a company called Red Dirt Rentals that does completion services through frack stacks, isolation tools, torque and test services. And additionally, we're doing a, a lot of uh, work on the drilling side with a very niche piece of equipment called a bucking unit where we're bucking on all the flow equipment on these rigs out here. So it's working really good for them. Another company that we're working for is Mountain Supply and Service. And they're a uh, completion service company as well. And uh, specific to uh, completion fluids and uh, mixing plants, chemical injection units, water filtration. And uh, just recently uh, also... Um, getting more involved on the frack side as well. So very excited where they're headed and, and the opportunity to be able to work with them. And uh, lastly, we've got a fourth company up in the northeast that we work with. It's Keystone Gas Solutions, and they're a rental company. And uh, we're, we're very excited to work with them as well. So um, pretty broad um scope of services that we can provide, whether it be anything from the drilling to the production side. So we're, uh, we're thankful and grateful for those companies. What are you seeing on that drilling side? Um, are, are, are they getting pretty good success out there? Are they getting good numbers, hitting their targets, that sort of thing? Yeah, every operator is different. They have their own, what I like to call their own secret recipe. Um you know, obviously the, the objective is to drill the hole as safely and efficiently um, in the shortest amount of time. But everyone has different indicators that would consider a successful well. So um, across the board, we're seeing on average everyone is uh, liking the way that their their programs are, the direction that they're headed. And how about some of the... Um... In innovation, are you um, seeing much innovation out there, either through your your clients or are you hearing any chatter? Um, the only reason I bring it up is uh, I, I think over the next year you're going to be seeing a lot more uh, innovation be implemented into a lot of these different um, energy sources, whether it be natural gas, crude oil, maybe even wind or solar for that matter too, but... Uh, are you hearing much out there from the innovation side? Absolutely. Uh, this this market is so driven um, by innovation, and there's a lot of competition amongst different service companies out here. And so what we are definitely seeing um, and hearing both through my clients as well as other service companies out here, a lot of in- innovative uh, services, and new technology that's being developed. What's next for you guys? You know, we're kind of year. Or how about before we get to what's next? Uh, we're getting kind of near the end of the year. So, uh, have you guys put together kind of um, how you guys viewed last year? If you were to sum it up, as far as to put a theme on there, or anything along those lines? Uh, one word would be growth. Growth. Um, extremely blessed to have the year that we've had. Um, we've, we've brought on additional clients, um, and through those clients, we've strengthened relationships with customers on the operator side, and uh, have brought in um, new customers on the operator side as well, and developing those relationships. And 
overall, 2018 was a year of redemption and uh, just an, an overall great year. 2019, what do you see? Um, either you guys have any changes, going to stay the course? Just kind of uh, talk to me about what you guys have coming up next. Staying the course. Um, the, the roadmap that we have laid out for 2019 looks very similar to that of 2018. And with the momentum that we've got going into the new year, um, even if there is some slowdowns on the operator side and programs, either maintain or, or slightly dial it back. Our momentum going in with our clients and, and the relationships that we're building with the customers, um, I don't see too much too, too, too much of a change, honestly. And so we're very excited about 2019. And actually, we're even looking into 2020. And uh, in this industry, sometimes it's hard to forecast that far ahead. But I, I feel confident that Things are going to continue on an uphill, steady trend. So, 2019 is going to be be phenomenal. Before uh, we get into final thoughts, uh, how's the family? You guys still uh, juggling uh, several different things? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the the kids are doing great. Um, the oldest is four. The youngest just turned one. That was Stephen Robbins with Royal Creek Consulting, giving us an update on what's going on in the Permian Shale play, as well as some other cafe conversations going on out in there in the world of energy development, which honestly, folks, if you really have any sort of uh, life at all, it is impacted by energy, whether it be your lights that you turn on to your economic welfare. So much of our economy is based on oil and gas and coal and wind and solar and just energy development. So it's always nice to get an update on what's going on in that world. And here at the Multimedia Cafe, we work hand-in-hand with The Crude Life to uh, keep informed on what's going on in the oil and gas industry. So thank you very much to The Crude Life. Also, thank you very much, Stephen Robbins, for joining the program today. Stephen Tidwell as well, excuse me, Steve Tidwell, as he likes to go by now, uh, based out of Louisiana, moving to Victoria, Texas. Good luck with your move. Good luck with your 2019 uh, industrial oil spill cleanup, all that stuff that you've got going on, making the world a cleaner place. And, of course, thank you very much to our multimedia kidpreneur, Otis, and uh, Jack Stark, president of Continental Resources, for taking the time out to join us today at the Multimedia Cafe. Thank you for stopping by here at the Multimedia Cafe, a place where you never know who you're going to run into or what topic you're going to talk about today. All right, that's going to do it, folks, for the day. We'll see you tomorrow. My name is Jason Spies, and from the staff at the Multimedia Cafe, please remember to save your life and enjoy the spice. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. Muddy and the leaves are getting damp. Gonna catch me a freight train to leave this town. Cause I go down the hobo, do the hanging around. Go down the hobo, do the hanging around. Case the case, it was a good engineer. Told the brakeman not to fear. Pour on the water, shovel on the coal. Stick your head out the window, see my drivers roll. Stick your head out the window, see my drivers roll. One more time, let's pull it all in that railroad station out here. Let's see Fargo coming up.
Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. I totally agree with you, and the word that you brought into this is fact. You tell the facts, and then you let people make up their own minds. If you want someone who's competent, you don't want to get a bunch of rookies. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Um, Jason, what's your thought on this? No one does an interview like Jason Spies. 